You're listening to the Tiny Course Empire podcast with Cindy Bidar. This is episode number 35, and today we're talking about one of my favorite list building activities, and that is how to grow your email list by participating in bundles and giveaways. And to help us all learn more about that, I've invited a very special guest to speak to us. Stick around. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Welcome back to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Bedar. You'll find show notes and recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 35. If you're new here, welcome. I am so happy to have you join us. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes because coming up next week, I'm going to be answering the question I hear at least three times a week, and that is, how did you build this? I'm going to be digging into all of the tools and the software that I use and why I chose them and what it costs to run this tiny course empire that I've built. If you'd love a behind-the-scenes look at my business, you're not going to want to miss that episode. But that's next week. This week, we're talking about list building. And one of my favorite methods for getting a flood of subscribers is to participate in bundles and giveaways. Over the years, I've been part of probably 20 or more events like this, and some of them have added as many as 900 brand new subscribers to my list in a matter of just a few days. At the time of this recording, I have a brand new course about to launch that's going to help you grow your own list in the same way. And as a part of that course, I invited a friend and a bundle expert to offer up some insight into how bundles work, what hosts are really looking for from participants, and how you can stand out even if you're brand new and you don't yet have a big list to share. I thought you might like a sneak peek at this interview, so let's hear what she has to say. Hey, everybody. It's Cindy with cindybedar.com and sixfiguresystems.com, and I am here today with Val Selby, and Val is going to talk to us about what she knows about participating in bundles and giveaways, and I called on Val um, to take part in this course specifically because this is Val's specialty. This is what she does. She's made a name for herself as the person that runs all of the the behind-the-scenes stuff on some pretty good-sized bundles and giveaways. You've probably, if you've participated in any or you've seen anybody promoting any, you probably have seen Val working away there. I've personally worked with Val on a bundle that I worked on with a partner of mine, so I know that she knows her stuff. So that's why I wanted her to come on and talk to us today. So welcome, Val. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Everybody talks about Zona Genius, and it took me a long time to figure it out because I was trying so hard, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait, I know. I know what it is, the thing I can talk about all day, every day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's because you do such a great job of it too. Thank I mean, you. Lynette and I, and this goes back several years now, when Lynette and I ran that bundle and, and we hired you to work with us on it, we were like, we ain't got to do nothing. Yeah. Val's got it all figured out. 
Yeah. So it's, it's like the place I can put my control issues. That's a positive. <laughs> yes. Yes. You have clearly found your sweet spot. So how did you kind of land on that? How did that happen? How'd that come oh about? Oh my gosh. I would say it came by accident, but it really didn't. I was an intern for Kelly McCausey and mm-hmm. she was doing her event. So we were doing that and I'm like, why is this so easy? Well, if you think back to a site that I had had, I had actually ran a site with a partner years prior and that's what we did. Oh, in a different format, totally different way, but that's what we did. I grouped people up. We had parties, you know, there was direct sales stuff, but that's what I did. And I was like, it just was falling into place. And I know you're a systems girl. I am not usually a systems girl, but man, if you start doing these events, boy, did I learn fast that I had to have my systems in place. Oh yeah. It was an absolute disaster. Yeah. And once I figured out, well, goodness, I know other people that are putting these on and they've been complaining about how hard they were for them. What if I go and ask them, do they want help? And as the credit card's thrown at you, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I please help I might me. have found something here because yeah. I love doing it. I kind of associate it with, well, it's not associated. It's an adrenaline high for me. So, you know, those people that like jump off buildings or they're doing sporting events. And, you know, I was always into sports and I realized that that's part of the issue is it's build up, build up, build up, build up, launch. Oh my God, we're there. And then calm down. It's a total adrenaline rush for me. Oh, isn't that interesting? You are clearly suited for it because you do it really well. And, and you are like, the go-to person. Like if anybody says anywhere on the internet, anywhere in my circle of whatever, of friends and and colleagues, anybody says, I'm thinking about running a giveaway. You're like the first name. You got to call Val. Yeah. Got to get Val involved. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, it's been word of mouth for the most yeah. part and consulting. Cause I love to just get people on and you know, I have quite a few people that I'm not even running their events for them, but yeah. they just needed assistance. They needed setup. So I absolutely adore, cause those are even more fun. Cause I'm not doing the work, right. Yeah. I'm just getting in there and giving them ideas, getting them set up and they can run with it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best kind, isn't it? So I have a few questions. I know that my audience, my students inside six figure systems are looking at doing bundles or not doing bundles, but hosting bundles No, not hosting bundles. I just said that. Not (laughs) hosting them, but participating in them as a way to build their mailing lists. That's been a really, really effective method for me in the past. I have added, you guys, no kidding, like as many as a thousand people to my email list in a single day sometimes when you participate in a really excellent event like one that Val is running because they're not all that good. But when you participate in a really well-run, really well-thought-out event, you can Mm -hmm. truly, truly add a ton of subscribers to your email list very, very quickly and for very little cost. So one thing that I really, as a former bundle host, and actually my husband and I were just talking about this the other day, is like, you know, maybe maybe we should think about running another one. I was like, (laughs) no. No, not happening. <laughs> no, not going to do it. And one of the reasons is because I've seen some participants who just really, they don't seem to get it, right? So one thing I'd like to ask you is, what do you think that bundle hosts wish the participants really understood and got before they volunteer to participate? Well, one 
big thing I know from the host side was we had to get really specific in more of our events. As there are more events happening, mm-hmm. um, we had to pinpoint, well, what exactly are we looking for versus everybody come in? Because, you know, as well as I do, that's fine if you put a thousand people on there, but if none of them were your target audience, yes, so what? worthless. Now you right. just bumped yeah. yourself up a level and you're paying more for your, your <laughs> CMS. Right. Right? <laughs> um, but we're looking for everything to be in place. Are you ready? for a bundle. And I know that this goes against what some people are teaching, but you really need to be a legit biz for Mm. have a website and about page, your legal documents, you know, the terms of service, that kind of thing on there and a contact form that we've, I've run events before. Um, Now I love working with new people. Absolutely Mm -hmm. adore working with new people because I mean, for events, then I get to like teach them the right way. Right. Like (laughs) like you're doing right here. It's like, Ooh, this is the right way to do it. But I noticed that there were some people that were training people to just throw up a mailing list. Mm. And what are you going to do with them then once you've got them on the mailing list? What's your plan? If you build the list, now what? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. You need to have something else. You're just, you're just paying for the CMS, as you said. Yeah. And you just gave away a product for free for no reason. Right. So I love to see when there's a plan in place or if, or if I can go look at their website and go, hey, you know what? This is, I've checked your stuff and, and you don't have anything else that it's going to. What if you did this mm-hmm. you know, and connected this dot to that dot? Kind of thing, but that's great. So you're not only you're not only assisting the bundle host to run a better event, but you're assisting the participants to get better benefits from participating. Yeah, for a big reason, I learned that if I do that, my customer service goes down. Huh. <laughs> so if I walk them through the steps, <laughs> you know, they're not going to have as many problems with their their things. That everything's going to be connected. They don't get customer service. We don't get customer service. So everything yeah. flows in. Plus, it's it's just my nature. When I see something that needs to be fixed, I'm just yeah. like, hey, hey, how about this? <laughs> yeah, I I can't, I can't even tell you how many times I've opted into somebody's list or, or even made a purchase and all of the pieces weren't connected. And I'm like, did you yeah. look at this at all? Did you, Yeah. did you test this? Right. Always test your stuff. People opt mm-hmm. into your own list. Yeah. And I know I have had a little bit of pushback about getting the items on the important items on your website. But then once I've had the talk with them of, okay, think of this as somebody from the other side, you're going to a bundle you're going to go put your email list, which right now is gold because we're all getting a bunch of emails. And are you going to sign up for something if there's no about page, if there's no way to contact them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you don't know anything about them at all, what's going to make you give your email address? Yeah. I think a lot of times people think, well, I'm giving it away for free. Yeah. But if you're participating in a bundle, you're not giving it away for free. Mm-mm. They paid for it. Yeah. They didn't pay you directly, but they paid for access. So mm-hmm. you, and, and even if they didn't, even if it's a giveaway and they didn't pay for it, you still want to make the best possible impression. This is the first time these people are going to come in contact with you. It's the first time they're going to see what you do, what you teach, what you have to offer. So you want to make that the best possible first impression if you want to turn them into customers from there. Mm -hmm. 
which you want to do immediately because these are lukewarm people. I like to call them lukewarm because, I mean, they didn't actually buy from us, mm-hmm. but they put money on the table right? And they to get your stuff. So it's like, these are the people that have already said kind of maybe. So how can I quickly turn them into a yes? Well, yeah. they need to get to know me, which they can't really do if I don't have other offers or right. a website that's ready to roll or. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So are there any, you know, we keep, we keep talking about maybe new businesses or different types of businesses. Are there any kind of businesses that you think just really aren't a good fit for participating in a bundle or a giveaway? Is there anybody who should just say no off the bat? If you are only doing products, like physical products, mm-hmm. that's the only one I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to wrap my brain around mm-hmm. figuring out how you would do that just because of cost. Yeah. That would be so, so expensive unless you have a way to digitize something and do it. But that's really the only one. I have not come across a business yet that couldn't benefit from a giveaway or a bundle. Yeah. How about a service provider? What would a service provider? Ooh, like a service provider is good. Yeah, it's good. Because you want them to buy that service, right? So what do they need to get ready for that service? Do you have an onboarding first step? possibly that you could tweak into get this done that then also leads into, okay, well, if you couldn't quite do it by yourself, here you go. Here's my offer. Here's my VIP day. We'll get it done. (laughs) Ah, that is great. Yeah. Service service stuff is, I shouldn't say any of it's easy. This is why it's my zone of genius because to me, I'm just like, well, X, Y, Z, you know, right. Tick, 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 done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just do this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So you're saying, if I'm understanding you correctly, what you're saying is for a service provider, a service provider might productize some portion of their service, maybe the first part of whatever service it is they're offering. So yeah. if we could use you as an example of as the, the bundle guru service provider, you do this done for you work where you do all of the bundle or the giveaway management. So the way you might productize that would be what? What part of that would you productize? Well, let's talk about just one thing that I do consider giveaways and bundles a little bit different than what I'm going to give. A giveaway often is going to be something that I want them to have open up and immediately consume. Mm Mm-hmm because they're going to get lost in the sea usually. So for that, I have a quick little, I think it's two page questionnaire of, are you ready to host Mm -hmm. a bundle? So that gets some, that's kind of like my pre-questions that I would normally send in an email. Yeah, You know, when somebody wants to have a conversation and maybe schedule a quickie call, then that's kind of those questions. That's where that came from of, you know, and then that leads of course into, if they have more questions and they're going to book the call that's at the bottom of that that PDF. I have not done a bundle with the services. So I would say, honestly, I probably would walk them through like finding their theme, Mm -hmm. even to the point where look at who your contacts are. Who is this going to be for your ideal client? You know, walk them through that first process because, because again, I'm looking ahead to what do I want them to have in place when they come to me and hire me? Yeah. Yeah. If they had awesome. that information already done, I mean, I'd be golden. That, <laughs> so, so now that I need to add stuff to my list <laughs> of putting this in place. 
I love that because you're not only are you helping them, but you're helping yourself. Yeah. You're making it easier for them to hire you and you're making your job easier when they do. Mm-hmm. So that's just brilliant. So a lot of times I talk to service providers and they'll say, well, I'm, I'm a freelancer. I'm a VA. I'm a whatever. And I, I don't really, I write custom content. I don't really have anything to offer in a bundle, but I think we've just said, sure you do. They do. Every single one of them does. Yeah. Yeah. And it does not have to be and should not be your time. Like don't Mm -hmm. ever put into a bundle that you're going to give everybody 20 minute call. Yes. No, you're going to be on the phone until eternity Mm -hmm. (laughs) getting no work done. So don't do that. I have talked to your service. I've talked to multiple, multiple people and talked them out of it. I'm like, here's the deal. When we run these, we don't know if we're going to get a hundred people or 5,000 people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how much time do you have? And how angry are you going to be when it's all booked up with freebies? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, because everybody's going to jump on that freebie of your time. Everyone Mm -hmm. will sign up for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't do that. What kind of offers are the most popular? Like, I'm not talking about like the specific offer, but what format do people tend to tend to opt in more for like courses? Do they like ebooks? Do they like templates? What do you see that tends to be the most popular? I don't tend to see a format so much as a, are you on theme with the event? Mm. And I can say this from personal experience as well, because I got wrapped up in, oh, I'm going to be in all the events too. And, and my downloads were really down because Mm -hmm. I was not in sync with what the events been about. Mm. And I know Mm -hmm. This year, I've been very purposeful. And I mean, the event that I'm in right now, I had 30 that very first day because I am on point with exactly why these people signed up, what the Mm -hmm. message was. So if you need to help figuring out exactly what the message, I recommend staying in contact with whoever's hosting it. You know, get on board with them. You know, if you're having a problem figuring out what you want to put in, Ask them, is, is there something that you're looking for that's not already represented? Uh-huh. Or is there you know, something that hasn't been covered? Something you're hoping somebody will cover? That's often excellent. a thing too. That's an excellent question. <laughs> that's an awesome question. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely needs to be on point for what the theme of the event is. Then, I mean, gosh, you see, it's up to your message after that. How much are you putting on your little opt-in page or are you doing a full sales page? What do you recommend? Do you recommend a shorter page or a full sales page? Because I'll tell you what I typically do. I typically just duplicate my sales page for whatever course it is I'm giving away. Mm -hmm. And then I I make it free following whatever the recommendations are from the bundle host, whether they want a coupon and it's 100% off or they want just an opt-in and then I have to finagle that or whatever. But I'm usually just duplicating my sales page. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend that or do you think we should go a little bit shorter? I think for, depending on what you're offering, duplicating the sales page is usually a good thing. As long as you have an opt-in button at the top. Mm. Don't Ooh, make them scroll all the way down. Don't to make the bottom. them scroll all the way to the bottom. Mm-mm. Nope. Because how many of us are going to say, oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> That's too Excellent. much. I'll go to the next one in the bundle. There's 40 other people in here. So you yeah. Know, it's, yeah, it's grabbing that attention span quickly. So for like giveaways, if you're doing a PDF, you know, something really quick, I do recommend just doing a really quick opt-in, mm. you know, not a full sales page, but always have that opt-in at the top of, you know, the buy button or the opt-in or whatever at the top. Mm-hmm. 
for those of us that are skimmers and won't read the full sales page. Me. Yeah, exactly. I never, I never read a whole sales page. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand people who read them word for word. Oh. I just, I just oh. don't. <laughs> Oh. Not me. <laughs> yeah. And get right to the point at the very top, of course, yeah. of what they're getting. Yeah. But okay. That's awesome. That also kind of leads me to, you need to have it very specific when you send in your submission of what are they getting? Mm-hmm. Because that's usually when I've already made my choice of if I'm going to click that button for access to it, I already know that I want it by the description that was on. And, and a lot of times that description is 50 words, a hundred words. Yeah. And people are terrible at that. Yeah. It's hard to write good copy in a short amount of space. It definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, um, a, it's yeah. a skill for sure. And straight to the point of exactly how, and this is one of the issues that usually comes up. Don't tell them what they're getting, tell them how it will help them and why they need it, mm. especially the big, how it will help them. Yeah. Um, you know, don't, you know, for the PLR providers, don't list out, you're getting this, 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 and this. Yeah. We know that we're getting that from 14, nope. 15 other people. Nobody cares that they're getting 27 pages and mm-hmm. yeah, nobody no. cares. Six no, videos. You know, for the, it doesn't yeah, matter. For the <laughs> PLR one, for example, the, the best thing is, is, okay, how do you want me to use this to help my people? Cause that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. Is what am I going to use this for? Yeah. Yeah. Sell the benefits, not the features. Yeah. Good point. Good point. That's a really good tip about putting the buy button or the opt-in form at the top of the page too. Mm-hmm. Wait, and one of the big things is just think about all the events that you've signed up for. Mm-hmm. When you sign up for an event and you're scrolling through the page, what are you looking for? You know, what's going to grab your attention and make you say, okay, because as business owners, we're even more stingy with our email addresses, right? <laughs> Like, oh yeah. my gosh, I already have to go through 300 emails a day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we get picky. So what makes you go to their site and give an email address and play off that? And mm-hmm. there is testing, of course, because it's always business. It's always testing. Oh, always, always yeah. testing, always testing. So a lot of my Six Figure Systems members, a lot of my followers, a lot of my email subscribers are brand new to business. So one of the struggles that they bump up against, and I was there myself, is how do you get accepted into a bundle when you are brand new, when you don't meet that 3,000 subscriber limit, or you don't have maybe the best looking professionally done website? (laughs) How do you get accepted into kind of those first bundles? Because what I found is once you've been in a few, then the invitations start coming out of the mm-hmm. woodwork. Like it's yep. like, it's a flood. You'll, you'll, you'll be saying no more than you're saying yes. Yeah, exactly. But getting into those first couple of events, it can be tough. So do you have any recommendations for people to make that a little easier? If you find events that are going on, one of the best things to do is to contact the person who's running the event, if you can. But mm-hmm. even if that's not the case, look at some of the other people that are in the event and talk to them and see who they know, because exactly what you just said, they're in an event. How many Mm -hmm. others have they been invited to? And they won't be able to do all of them. Mm. So they'd be like, Hey, go try this one. Hey, go try that one. That is one of the best ways I go about. And I know we're not there yet, 
<laughs> is I, I of course reach out even more than the average bear yeah, um, of, yeah. of contacting it so that I can find more and reaching yeah. out to them. There's so many that don't have specifications of, of an email list. Yeah. So many. My email list actually is only getting up towards the threshold. So I pretty much only see those ones that are under. I haven't even hit that part where you're getting you're getting hit all the time to submit. So I do find them all over and I sign up for some of them. And when you sign up for some of them, you'll also tend to get an invitation later down the road mm. if they're going to have another one. Yeah. I know that's long term, but yeah, well, it is it is kind of long term, right? You're not going to because there's only so many events you can participate in. For one thing, you can't do yes. you know you can't do one every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose you could, but you'd right. be exhausted, and so would your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which brings up another good point. I see some people who uh, participate in a lot of events. Like sometimes I think it might be their business model, that that's all they do is participate in events Mm -hmm. and they give away the same thing in every single event. Do you Mm -hmm. recommend that? I can see why it would be easier, but I can also see the downside. What do you think? I go back and forth. Um, Luckily for me, I get to usually lean into what's my my host feel about that, but I take them case by case, depending on the market that's actually there, because Mm -hmm. I personally since I am in so many events and and follow so many events, I do see a lot of people doing that. And I think that it devalues your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that it devalues the the event as well, because how often have you gone in there and you're like, well, there's already four and they're up at the top because those are the top people that are bringing people Mm -hmm. to the event. So they're listed at the top. And it's like, well, I don't feel like scrolling down. Mm. I've already gotten these people's stuff. I've seen these people's stuff 12 times this year. I've seen them in every event that I've looked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm on their list. So it kind of brings me also to value after you've got people, what are you doing with them? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'm just constantly getting told, go to this giveaway, go to this giveaway. And I've seen the same product in <laughs> each one of those giveaways that I'm like, oh, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. What do you hear? What's your stance on? I see some bundle hosts now who want you to create something new just Mm -hmm. for their bundle or for their giveaway. What's your feeling on that? For bundles, I am a firm believer in it being something that hasn't been in somebody else's event. So Mm -hmm. I guess that kind of does answer the question that you had just asked previously. Um, You know, from a personal standpoint, I do feel that you should be getting new things in there. Now, new does not have to mean that you just created it. Mm-hmm. New to me would just mean that it hasn't been put in all sorts of events. It's mm-hmm. it's not all over the internet of, okay, well, they got it here and they got it here. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do have some friends that they do that model of this is my freebie that I put in stuff. You know? mm-hmm. And that's that's fine when you're going out to new markets to a lot of people that haven't seen your stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. But if you're, when you're, if in you're the, getting in front of a brand new market, yes, then, then they have, then it is new to them. Right. Yes. Which has been amazing. Cause I've started doing that more now and I'm like, Oh, I can use this again over here. Cause none of them have seen that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, is, that is good. And that's kind of the goal. I think that's kind of a more, you know, maybe a more advanced goal. I feel like at the beginning, 
when you're brand new to this, you're kind of like settling for, and settling is probably the wrong word, but you're, like you said, you're participating in any event. Yes. Right. Is the market right for me? Don't know. Don't care. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden you went into that event that was like your ideal client and your target. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the engagement starts happening. You're like, yeah, I am not doing that model anymore right. ever again. Yep. I am targeting because I just had that happen in the last three months. And I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. These people are engaging in my nurture series that's happening after. Cause I, I couldn't sell to them for mm-hmm. like 10 days or whatever for that specific one. And they were engaging. They were replying to emails. They were signing up for my free group. I'm like, oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want more of this. Yes. Yes. So the next event, I got even more targeted. Yep. Of, okay, who exactly do I want to bring into my circle? What person am I looking for in this event? Yeah. That I can talk to and bring in. Yeah, exactly. What do you see? You you mentioned something about I can't sell to them for the first 10 days because of the event rules, right? And and I know sometimes that is one of the rules. That's actually one of the things that I will no longer participate in events yep. where that is a rule because yep. and it's not it goes against my email marketing philosophy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's kind of, I'm I'm past that. Yep. I don't do those events anymore, but I know that a lot of people do have that requirement. Do you are you seeing that more and more or I think I'm still seeing it about the same. Sometimes not. Because the people that love that model are just sticklers for it. They absolutely love that model. They want you to nurture everybody and that's all fine and great. But I'm also of the same mind. I have given away so much for free for so much of my business life that I had to break that mentality. Mm -hmm. And I don't want, I don't want freebie seekers on my list anymore. Mm -hmm. I want people well, that want to make a difference and make change and open, do things. So I'm not saying that they're just hanging out, you know, getting the freebie seekers, but I want them to be active in yeah. some way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people who have followed me for more than five minutes are are going to know that I really dislike the nurture sequence, the whole nurture sequence phrase. I think it's misused. And I think... Personally, I believe that you can nurture your audience by selling to them. Yeah. I think your people are on your email list because they want your recommendation. They want to know what you think they should do or what you think they should buy or yeah. how you can help them achieve a goal or solve a problem. And you don't do that by nurturing them. You do yeah. that by selling to them. Yeah. And, and we're in business to make money. Exactly. Or we're in a hobby, one or the yeah, other. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, from so. a from a user standpoint, I can agree with that completely because I will get on somebody's list and you know, knowing the rules ahead of time that they couldn't do anything. And then I want more already. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I don't even know what they do or sell or or any of that. And you know, you're going through yeah. the nurture series and I've already lost my attention, which is yeah. just it's too bad, you know. Right. My personal stance is sell, even on the Thank you, Paige. <laughs> Me too. I mean, yeah. Bell to him. <laughs> yep. you, you know, the other problem with the nurture sequence, and I'm going down a rabbit trail and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but the other problem with the nurture sequence is you're teaching them not to expect offers. And then you yeah. get 10 days out and you try to sell them something or you make an offer to them and they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Where'd this come from? Yep. 
you're setting up a bad expectation on their. Yeah. And that's what I mean by freebie seekers. Yeah. That's why I like having the giveaways and all that. I'm very specific now of, of what I'm putting in there because I don't want just people who are going to sign up for my list Mm -hmm. and stick around and make my number count go up. I'm okay. If they come on, they grab their product and they leave. That Mm -hmm. doesn't bother me anymore. In fact, actually I'm kind of celebrate that anymore because, (laughs) because it means, it means that I targeted. Yeah. It means that I targeted enough that they're like, nope, you're not for me. And I'm like, bye-bye. I love you. Bless you. Bless and (laughs) release. It's so funny. I had, as we're recording this, I'm participating in a giveaway and I had somebody just today who signed up for my course and I give away a full course. So it's a hundred dollar course that I'm giving away. Right. So she signed up for it. She got her email logins and she unsubscribed from that email. And I was like, bye bye. Enjoy your course. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's totally okay. Yeah. Totally okay. (laughs) But I I do agree that, yeah, if they're going through that nurture series, then they're going to be tuned out. They might get great tips, but yeah. Are they going to do anything with it? Yeah. Got to teach them this next step. And one thing is, I don't want anybody to walk away from this interview thinking that it's not a good idea to participate in bundles and giveaways. I talk about this in another lesson in the list building with bundles and giveaways course, but there is a lot of money to be made from the people who come to you from these bundles, from these events. In fact, I tracked it for one that I think you have participated in in the past. I've participated in it for years, which is BC Stack. Have you ever done that one? I have not been in that one yet. Okay. That's a really good event. Happens once a year. It's one that I always promote, that I always participate in if I can. It's been really good to me. And plus, Mm -hmm. I just really like Dan and Rachel. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says uh, no to them. (laughs) Yeah, nobody says no to them. But I tracked it one year. I tracked how many new subscribers I got and how much money I made from that bundle. And over the course of the year... The new people who came to me, not talking about people who I sent to them who opted in for my gift, whatever it was, but the new people who came to me spent $20,000 with me that year. So heck yeah. Yeah. I'm going to participate in that one every year. If you have me, I'm there. I'm all over Definitely. Oh yeah. That's a good one. And that was probably because you were on point with your messaging, right? Yeah. Like what you put in there. Well, BC stacks a little bit bigger. It doesn't have a theme per se. It doesn't really have a theme. It's business oriented. So, you know, I teach business. So of course it's, it's a good fit, but Mm -hmm. that's just goes to show that it's not just the list building. You can, it's all about growing your business with it, not just Mm -hmm. your subscriber list. Cause like Mm -hmm. you said, otherwise you're just paying more for your active campaign account Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. Making more work for yourself somehow. So I want to ask you the big question that everybody wants the answer to. Where do you find these events? And I kind of touched on that one a little bit already, but oh my gosh, ask. Just like you need to ask for the sale, ask everybody what's going on. What are people participating in? I know even for me, there's been friends that I'll have forgotten to contact. I'll just assume that they knew about the event. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the event lady. And here I am not even inviting <laughs> some of my friends them. to stuff, you know? Um, but definitely ask around. I do searches. If I want something specific, mm-hmm. especially if I've got a client that's really looking for an event to grow their business, I will do searches for it and find them and, and track people down. If you have a niche, look up that niche and then also look up 
online event, mm-hmm. on lookup bundle, lookup giveaway. Um, you'll be surprised how many on there. Now, I know that the really hard part is how many times do we find out about the event when it's going on? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or right after. Or right after it's on. done. We, we find out because that. we get an email that says, hey, you should you should opt in for this event. Right, right. Like, darn it. I wish I'd have like, known. Why did you not tell me about this? I only have a few hundred people I could have brought yeah. your way. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. But I do keep an eye on things that I know would be perfect for me and what kind of date range that they were. Mm-hmm. And then I do reach out to the event organizer to find out because... Nine times out of 10, they're also going to be running another event at some time soon. Yeah. So you'd be surprised. They're like, oh, well, I don't have this one, but I have one coming up in three months or four months. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So you can get that information ahead of time. Awesome. Definitely so basically, basically ask, ask your friends, ask your colleagues. Hit the Google. Hit the Google. Do you find that, because I'm in the business training, business building kind of niche, not in homeschooling. I'm not in network marketing. I'm not in any of those other niches. Are there bundles and giveaways and events like this in all of those other markets as well? Or is it really kind of focused on business? There's in just about every, I've come across events for just about every niche that's out there. And then of course, if you need to, you can always create your own. (laughs) We'll, we'll save that for another course. I know, right? <laughs> no, there's, there's. We'll look for your course on how to do yeah. that. How's that? There's been. I don't think there's any niche that's not been showcased. I'm trying to think. I mean, you brought up the homeschool, and the homeschools, you know, got a lot of the summits, at least in what I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and that's because yeah, I know I've somebody seen, that runs homeschool summits. So I've, I've seen homeschooling I'm, and I'm thinking of ultimate bundles here because they run yeah. in a different bunch of different niches. And mm-hmm. so does InfoStack runs a bunch of different niche mm-hmm. events, but I've seen homeschooling. I've seen like health related, like mm-hmm. healthy eating kind of stuff. I've seen content creation. I know a lot of the PLR providers run bundles um, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah, I've seen I've seen bundles in in lots of different niches. And yeah, I mean even down to vegan, I've seen even yeah. the vegan niches. Uh, yeah. Kathleen Gage will usually run something on that. So there's any niche that you are in, research it because you want to find those people. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to find those people. What about like kind of I don't know what I want to call it like complementary niches. If you are, let's say you're a vegan blogger and you have a vegan meal planning course, let's just say for example, just to pull stuff out of the air, right? would you recommend that somebody look for maybe other kind of health related bundles to get into? Would you think that would be a good use of their time or is that getting too far outside their, their kind of core audience? I think that that can still stay on target because not everybody's going to sign up. Mm -hmm. So you're only going to get the people that are interested or curious, Mm -hmm. which with, I mean, for that one, as an example, if you were like had a beginner stuff for them and they were vegan curious, then if you go into more of an open health and wellness, Mm -hmm. you know, that might be super beneficial to doing that. It's still in your niche there might be an issue where you could get too targeted, you know, with, yeah, with yeah. like we said, with using the vegan, that yeah. that could potentially, you could get 
buried yeah. in it because there's too many people that are mm-hmm. just in that specific. So it might be more beneficial to look for more of a health and wellness where yeah, you might you're be, right because the, the people who are, who are opting in are not necessarily going to all opt in for your specific offer. They're going to kind of self-select if I'm a diehard and I'm not, but if I was a diehard meat and potatoes kind of person, I wouldn't opt in for a vegan recipe, right? vegan, vegan meal planning guide. Yeah. I can do with it. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but if I was, like you said, vegan curious, sure. Mm-hmm. Where if you were in that vegan one, you might get lost. Yeah. There might be so many people. There might be so many niche. other vegan mm-hmm. meal planning guides in there that, that you get buried. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we kind of just talked ourselves into, <laughs> don't get too, too niche. Don't get too niche. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Don't get exactly Exact don't get opposite of what we're usually talking about. Right? But, but don't go too far to the other extreme either. Don't yeah. put your vegan meal planning guide into a business bundle because yeah. that's a stretch. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've done things like yeah that you need to be healthy as a business owner, but that's a stretch. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. not get carried away. That's awesome. Not the, pe- not the people you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Is there anything you wish I would have asked you that I didn't? I think one of the major things is really something super duper duper basic, but I'm surprised at how many people don't do it. Please read the submission page. Read the submission page and and look at the whole thing to see exactly what they're looking for. You know, know the dates so that you're on time for dates. If you want to be the most wonderful participant ever, submit early. (laughs) (laughs) They said I had until Friday. I'm waiting until Friday at 11.45. I do the same thing. It's kind of like, you know, my husband used to be a carpenter and things didn't get fixed around the house. Yeah. I run events and bundles and I make, I know exactly what errors don't do because I don't want yes, to do as Val says, not as she does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But read that submission page and see exactly what they're looking for. Um, oftentimes there's a lot of really good information in there and have your things ready when you submit, which is another one. I do have one tip that I've been coming across recently Ooh, and I've been on. noticing. Yeah, <laughs> just popped into my brain. So I have to, when I'm looking for events and there's no submission deadline, it can often be a red flag. Why is that? Because how organized are they? How organized mm-hmm. is this event going to be? I've actually turned down being in a couple events because they told me that I, I needed to have my information in at least three days before. Before and the I event? Went, before the started event. And, and you went, I run these things. Three days is not enough time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've run them like that. That's why I know I've run them like that previously. And it's, it's helter skelter in a mess. Yeah. So that's something I'm really paying attention to is how close is that submission date? And do they have a deadline at all? If mm-hmm. they don't, it might be a red flag of how this whole event's going to go for you. Oh, Cause they probably oh. are not, if they are working on the sales page three days before and the access page three days before they are not marketing. Good you point. Marketing. Oh, that's a good tip. That's something, you know, you might look at that and go, Oh, I've got all kinds of time, but looked at from another angle. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why. Mm, yeah. Maybe I don't want to throw my lot in with this crew. 
Because mm-hmm. I want them to be marketing. I'm hoping that they're blowing it up big. That's yeah. you know, <laughs> that's right. why I'm in there. <laughs> right. We don't we don't want them to be scrambling at the last yep. minute and yep. and potentially screwing things up and causing customer service issues because as a participant, we're we are promoting that event too. And whatever you're kind of saying to your people, hey, go sign up for this, you're lending your credibility to it. And if it's a mess. I was about to use a different term. If it's a mess. <laughs> I said the term in my head. So, <laughs> okay. if, if it's a mess, it makes you look bad, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly. Good point. Yep. Well, Val, I got to thank you so much for agreeing to come on with me. I know your time is certainly valuable. You've got a lot of things going on besides being the bundle person. I know you do some private coaching and you do some other things. So I know you're super busy and I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me about this. I think this is going to be so valuable for my members and for the people who are are taking the list building with bundles course. It's just going to give them so much more information that they really need because it's kind of a mystery world out there, right? If you've never participated in a bundle before, yeah. you don't really know what's going on. You don't really know how they work. And it's it's really nice to get to see the, the inner workings from somebody yeah. who has done it so many times. So I just want to thank you for being here. Where can people find out more about you? Because I know they're going to want to go stalk you. So what's the best place? Jump on over to valselby.com. I keep it easy, just like Cindy does. <laughs> And I have, you know, ways to work. We can do consults. Um, I do love to help people if they are trying to figure out how to get their own bundle pieces in. That'd be great. Just hit me up at any time. Awesome. All right. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you you so much. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this. All right. (laughs) We'll talk to you again soon. Wow. Okay. Big thanks to Val because that was some absolutely fantastic information about getting the most out of participating in bundles and giveaways as a way to grow your list. There's a lot more to learn about being a fantastic bundle guest, which is why I've created an entire course called List Building with Bundles, and I hope you'll check that out. It's launching on Tuesday, April 5th, so if you are listening to this episode in real time, it's not quite ready. In the meantime, though, I'd like to invite you over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 35 to find the show notes, all the resources we mentioned, and I've put together a little checklist to help you get ready for your first or your next bundle event. Let's call it a sneak peek at the course. You'll find the download for that at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 35. And while you're there, be sure to leave me a comment. I'd really love to know what your biggest takeaway was from this interview with Vale. I certainly learned a lot, and I'm hoping it was useful to you as well. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? That helps others find us. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who would love to hear this episode, go ahead and send them the direct link. Again, that's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 35. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. 
We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.